Howdy. That's Texan for hello. This is Series 9 of Satisfied. The Series 9 podcasts enhance the Graceful Living Bible Study, covering the essential truths for living a life of freedom and joy in Christ. I'm Melanie Newton, just an everyday kind of woman who loves the Lord and His Word. In the last podcast, we looked at how God's grace makes ugly beautiful. Today's podcast will cover Lesson 3 of the Graceful Living Bible Study. We will look at Jesus' finished work on the cross and some of the gifts of the cross we receive by faith in Him. The Gospel is an announcement to the world of an accomplished fact. When Jesus said, It is finished, in John chapter 19, verse 30, He meant just that. Finished. Complete. Done. Once for all. Jesus' death on the cross completely took care of what we needed for a cure to our fatal sin disease. His resurrection provided the way for us to get new life that would never be taken away again because of our sin. What God set out to do for humans, He accomplished. The apostles declared this from the time of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 and beyond. Salvation is available on the basis of a single condition, faith or belief. Belief is not just intellectual agreement that something might be true. Belief is a commitment of the will. It is the difference between walking alongside a pool of water, seeing it is there, and jumping into the water, experiencing the water personally. God acted. We respond to His action by saying yes to faith in Jesus Christ and jumping into the new life God has for us. As a direct result of Christ's finished work on the cross, our relationship with God has changed forever because of our faith in Jesus Christ. It is much more than having our sins forgiven and going to heaven when we die. So it takes more than one word to describe what Jesus' death on the cross accomplished for us. In fact, it takes six terms, and these are sometimes called the words of the cross. Not the words that Jesus spoke from the cross, but these are what Jesus Christ accomplished completely for us through His death on the cross, once and for all, a done deal in God's eyes. In a way, each one of these six words answers a different question about our relationship with God. When you put them all together, you will never be the same once you see all that Jesus Christ has done for you. You need to know these six words because they are in your Bible especially in the New Testament letters of Paul and Peter and John. If you stumble over them, you are going to miss the riches of understanding your Bible. When you read them, you need to know what they mean because they are so important to your experiencing a life of freedom and joy. They are gifts of the cross for us. In this podcast, we'll cover the three words you covered in Lesson 3. Word of the cross number one is propitiation. It means that God's holy wrath against sin is fully satisfied. In Lesson 2, you learned that God's wrath is His decision to preserve His creation by destroying whatever would destroy it, sin and evil. Just like you destroy viruses and germs invading your safe home environment. One day He will make a new heaven and earth in which there will not be a particle of evil of any kind. The only reason He hasn't done it yet is that His grace is holding it back. So, how can God accept you and me without punishing wrong? 
Well, our loving God took action. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of propitiation for our sins. It's an old word that means to be appeased, to be satisfied. Some English translations use the words sacrifice of atonement or atoning sacrifice instead. But the concept of God's satisfaction is the same. Therefore, God's holy wrath against all sin is fully satisfied by Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. Because of that, God is able to extend mercy to every believer in Christ. Have you been wrestling with the feeling that God is always angry with you because you make mistakes? Maybe you think God is angry with you because someone who doesn't know the truth has made you feel that way. The Bible says that when Jesus died on the cross, God's anger at human sin, all of it, was fully satisfied. When anyone puts their faith in Jesus Christ, they are saved from the wrath of God against sin. You get this by faith. God is satisfied. He is no longer angry at you for anything you have done or will do wrong. Now, that doesn't mean you won't have to live with the consequences of your mistakes. Some he will allow because he loves you so much. Others he blocks. But because you've trusted Christ and are now found in Christ, you can know and live with confidence that God is fully satisfied, no longer angry at your sin, ever. Dance, shout, sing. Never again let your mind or emotions convince you that God is still angry with you because of something you've done in the past. You can now live in the freedom of knowing God's grace-filled love more than His wrath. Isn't that wonderful? And that truth should motivate you to be a grace giver to anyone who has angered you. You can be a grace giver like God. Propitiation is a gift of the cross you get by faith in Christ. Word of the cross number two is reconciliation. It means that our relationship with God is restored. All people have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Before Christ came, we were alienated from God, having a broken relationship with our Creator. Some kind of reconciliation needed to be done. We couldn't do it on our part. No matter how many good works we did, we could never cross that chasm created by sin between us and God. But God did something about that. I love those two words in the Bible, but God. Whenever it looks absolutely hopeless for us humans, God steps in and does the exact thing we need. God restored the broken relationship by reconciling us to Himself through Jesus' death on the cross. God's love motivated Him to repair the broken relationship with us. It's complete reconciliation, never to be broken again. Have you felt that God is so far away because you've been taught that you have to go through someone else to reach Him? I have wonderful news for you. Because of his death on the cross, Jesus became the bridge for you to go directly to God, to be in God's presence even, not just waving from afar. This was God's act of reconciliation offered to you because of his love. And his offer for reconciliation extends to the whole world, that is to everyone who chooses to receive it by faith. All you needed to do is believe in his son. Because you've trusted Christ and are now found in Christ, you can know and live with confidence that your relationship with God is restored, no longer broken because of sin and guilt. Forever. God has taken away anything that separated you from Him, 
your sins, your failures, your mistakes. And God declares his arms open to you. Picture yourself going directly to God for his love and total acceptance of you to meet all your needs. Being reconciled to God is a present reality for every Christian. A happy, peaceful relationship is yours to enjoy. How does that make you feel? Are you willing to accept this truth and let it fill your heart with joy? Go ahead, shout for joy, sing. Reconciliation is another gift of the cross you get by faith in Christ. Word of the cross number three is redemption. It means that you are purchased out of bondage to sin and released into freedom to serve God. We sing songs about being redeemed, but do you really understand what that means? To understand redemption, you have to understand bondage. No one likes being in bondage, whether it is to a person, a contract, a debt, or something controlling your life, bondage stinks. It stifles, it discourages, it makes you a slave of whatever is holding you in chains. Every person who is in bondage longs to be released from those chains. Did you know that every human born on this planet is born into bondage? I don't care how much money or status you have. You were born into bondage to sin. The Bible describes sin as a slave master, and I think we've all studied history enough to have a concept of what slavery is. What we may not realize is that every human has a master and is a servant to something, either God and his righteousness or sin and its wickedness. There's no neutral ground. You might think you're your own master, but you're not. Self is really following the voice of master sin within. Even in the past when you thought you were doing something good, your motivation was for self, not for God. If you know anything about slavery, there are only two ways out. Either die or be bought by someone who then sets you free. In Mark chapter 10, verse 45, Jesus declared that he came to give his life as a ransom for many. On the cross, Jesus paid the purchase price out of our slavery to sin with his blood. But more than that, we have been released into freedom to serve God with our bodies and souls in obedience to him. The Bible calls this whole process redemption. As an extension of his love and his purpose for us, God chooses to rescue us from the dominion of darkness and from all wickedness. He does this to release us to be purified as a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good and to serve him as his representative to others. He also rescues us from this earthly body with sin still assaulting us and releases us at death when he gives us a new perfect body fashioned for life in heaven with God. Redemption means you become the possession of a loving, merciful God and can live in the security of your freedom from bondage to sin. Why is that? Well, it's because a greater power than sin moves in, the Holy Spirit. He sets you free from the power of that old slave master to become what God intended you to be. But you have to claim that freedom. Are you caught in a continual pattern of sin and feel like you can't escape? Whenever you get signals from your body or your mind saying, I want to do what I want to do, recognize that voice as the old slave master sin calling your name, trying to get you to listen. That old slave master is still present in us until the day we leave this mortal body. And he doesn't reform or go to sleep during the intervening time. In fact, he yells pretty loudly sometimes and doggone it, don't we listen? 
but you don't have to listen. The moment you trusted in Christ as your Savior, you were set free from being a slave to sin in your life. Christ's blood set you free, and God's Holy Spirit lives in you and makes it possible for you to say no to any sinful thoughts and behaviors. God's Spirit inside you gives you the freedom to serve God with your body, your mind, your tongue, your eyes, and your hands. You are no longer a slave to sin. It has lost its grip on you. Turn to God's power within you to resist that old slave master calling on you. Dear Christian, you can know and live with confidence that you have the freedom to live a life that pleases God in every way because you are now released, no longer in bondage to sin. Redemption is a gift of the cross we receive by faith in Christ. All of these gifts are yours, dear believer. Because of Christ's finished work on the cross, you receive wonderful gifts by faith in Him. Propitiation, reconciliation, and redemption are treasures given by our loving God to us who believe. Let Jesus satisfy your heart with His grace so that your life overflows with His grace every day. You will experience a life of freedom and joy. Until next time, I'm Melanie Newton, and this is Series 9 of Satisfied.